Hey friend, how are you? How are you coping with the summer holidays? I hope you are doing well. I hope you are maintaining your sanity as you navigate the weeks of your kids being off school, trying to stay on top of all of the things that you do in the home. Perhaps you're also juggling your work, your side hustle, whilst your children are home with you over the summer. Right now, I imagine maybe you've popped your earbuds in and you've gone for a walk to get some peace and quiet, or you're going for a run, or perhaps Perhaps you've just put your headphones on so that you can drown out the sounds of your kids arguing with each other for like the millionth time today. I'm so glad that you are here and like you, I'm navigating the summer holidays and this is the first time that my daughter Chloe is home with me for an extended period of time and I wanted to stay in touch with you but also I wanted to show up as the present parent that I always aim to be for her and that's why over the next few weeks just to touch base with you and for us to keep in contact, I'm sharing some of the top episodes from 2021. Now, even if you've heard these before, I know that you are gonna find some helpful nuggets and some of these might be things that you just need to go back because what's the saying? We need to hear things like seven or 10 times before it actually goes in or we actually take some action on something. So over the next few weeks, you're gonna hear one episode a week of the top episodes from 2021. I hope it blesses you. I hope you have an amazing holiday and I really hope that you make some really special memories with your children that you are going to look back on and then when the time does come for them to go back to school that you are going to feel like you had the most amazing summer and you truly made some memories that you are going to cherish forever. Welcome to the Fit Productive Mum podcast. Are you fed up with having no time to work out and get healthy? Are you frustrated with what to eat and how to find a plan that you can stick with forever? Do you wish there was an easy way to work with your body to really transform your health from the inside out? Hey, I'm SJ and after 14 years of teaching, I took the leap into the entrepreneur space so I know how hard it can be to grow a business while still being a present mummy and that your needs come and last, leaving you feeling overwhelmed and exhausted. In this podcast, I will give you the tools you need to reclaim your energy and time so you can finally love the life you're in. If you're ready to commit to making yourself a priority, then this is the podcast for you. I'm so excited to keep you accountable, be your coach, give you some tough love and laugh with you. Let's come together and make things happen. Now, before we dig into today's episode, I just want to remind you that I am still here and I would love to connect with you. My email is in the show notes. Drop me an email. Let's keep in touch through the summer. I would absolutely love to get to know you, hear what you are up to. I know there are so many of you listening to me right now who are in countries from across the globe and it blows my mind when I look at my stats in my podcast host how truly global this community is. So wherever you are in the world, whatever you're doing, come and connect with me, drop me an email, let's chat, let's get to know each other. I wanna hear what you're doing for the summer and how you are getting on. 
As you listen to these episodes, you might feel inspired to start taking some action on your health and fitness. And of course, I don't want you to wait until the kids go back to school. I want you to be able to take that action right now. And that is where the online weight loss framework course can help you. So this is an online course that will take you through the process of getting clarity on your health and fitness goal, building the action steps that you need to take to be able to hit that goal and then digging into your diary, your schedule to help you find the time to make the space in your life for those action steps. As well as that course, you also get access to my Cycle Syncing 101 course where I teach you all of the secrets of cycle syncing. You learn how to cycle sync your nutrition, your fitness, and your to-do list to get the most out of your time and to optimize your weight loss. And in my opinion, the best thing about this course is the accountability. So you get access to our bi-weekly group coaching Zoom call where you jump on, you can come and ask me any questions that you might have about health and fitness, time management, cycle syncing. It's like having a personal trainer in your pocket. You can bring any questions that you have to the call. You can get to know the other amazing women who are also on the same journey as you. You can build some friends you could find yourself an accountability partner someone who is on the same journey as you you can support each other as you go through the course how amazing is that and accountability when you are on a journey and you have a goal on your heart is everything and this is a really affordable way for you to get some coaching from me to get support and accountability from the other women in the group the link to the weight loss framework is in the show notes go and grab your spot I can't wait to see you on those bi-weekly calls they really are like the highlight of my week and even if you don't have any questions just come over come and hang out grab a cup of coffee and just come and make some new friends Okay, all that being said, I'm going to leave you to it now. Here is your replay episode. Have an amazing day, my friend. And I look forward to connecting with you in the next episode. Okay, just to give you the heads up today, any strange noises are coming from my biggest fan and my first baby, my dog, Molly. She is my constant office companion under my desk, snoring her head off today. And we're going to be talking about organization because so many people say to me SJ you're so organized and I'm not blowing my own trumpet when I say yes I am and I'm going to talk today to you about how we can learn to be more organized because you might find yourself wishing that you could be more organized or perhaps you feel that you can't be organized Well, today I'm going to challenge that myth because I reckon that you can learn to be organized and I'm going to share some of my really simple tips and strategies to help you be a more organized mum. Before I dig into the idea of whether or not you can learn to be more organized, I want to dig into this concept of mental load. You may or may not have heard or come across this term, but it's an idea that as women, the majority of us are going around our daily lives with this constant running to-do list in our head. And I'm sure if you're a mum and you are working, then you have this all the time. I literally open my eyes in the morning and my brain just starts going and going and going. And I bet you are nodding along with me thinking, yes, I totally get that. And I want to dig into this concept first of all, because this is this idea of mental load. And for the majority of women in 
the developed world, we are the ones that are taking on this mental load. Now, it's great to see in studies that more and more men, slowly, slowly, too slowly for my liking, to be honest with you, are starting to take more ownership of the domestic labour in the house. Because so many households, and your household might be one of them like mine, where both the mum and the dad, the pa- both parents work in a heterosexual relationship. And I am talking about a heterosexual relationship here because this is where most of the studies are done. So you've got two parents who are both working, but still the majority of the domestic labour, the household chores, the remembering to get the kids to certain places, to take them to the doctors and that sort of thing is still done by women. And this remembering is what we're talking about, the mental load. Think about it in the context of a business. So you've got a manager and the manager's job is to plan ahead, to think about all the tasks that need doing. Perhaps they set up rotors, perhaps they organise calendars, that sort of thing. Their job is to organise and to plan and delegate tasks to other people. And basically the idea of mental load really is that women are doing this managerial role in the household and then giving jobs and tasks and things to men because how many times has your partner turned around to you and said oh let me know if you need any help honestly I don't know about you but there are times when Tim has turned around to me and said that and I have nearly hit him (laughs) because it's just like it's not your help you're not helping me it's your job to do these things as well and this idea of mental load I really think is why so many women feel disorganized why we feel frazzled and stressed out all the time is because we're trying to manage we're trying to manage ourselves we're managing our partners we're managing our children we're managing our jobs and in the context of a business a manager gets paid more and we don't get paid a single penny to do all of this thinking and organizing and I really really think this mental load really is what stresses so many of us out and I and I think it's important to remember that you don't have to take on all of this mental load it isn't all your responsibility so give yourself a little bit of grace first of all because remember we are living in a society that is changing but we still live in a place where stereotypes are massive And women, we are working, but we're still taking on the majority of the responsibility of what goes on in the home. So give yourself some grace, my beautiful, beautiful friend, because we're kind of stuck in this sort of trap right now where we're pushing hard to change things and to change these stereotypical roles for our daughters, for our children. But at the same time, we're living in a society where our parents in particular were still very, very much in these gender stereotype roles. And I think this is why so many women of my age, of your age, why we're feeling so stressed out and overwhelmed because we're trying to do it all. If you're resonating with this concept of mental load and this constant to-do list that's running through your head, I mean, literally, if you are like me, I open my eyes first thing in the morning and bang, it's going, it's running, it's ticking. And even as I'm doing this podcast and I'm talking to you, I'm thinking about, okay, how much time have I got to do this? What have I got to do next after this? What are we having for dinner? All of these things. So if you are resonating with this, go and click the link in the show notes because I've linked an article from the Guardian newspaper that really explains so well the concept behind mental load 
and actually some of the steps that we can be taking to change this really bad stereotypical behavior we have. One of my big motivating factors behind this podcast, behind Empower Her, and hence the name, has always been for us as women to empower ourselves to learn from one another so that we can pass this on to our children, so that our children can change some of these really awful gender stereotypes that we see in our society so that our children can go on and change the world and that's why I'm talking about these things and why I want to share this information with you. But that's all well and good but we need to deal with the world that we're living in right now and you know me I am super all about the strategies of what can you do today this minute that's going to make your life easier because let's be honest we're not going to actually change these gender stereotypes overnight this mental load is going to carry on it's going to exist but what I'm here to do today is to help you overcome it help you find a way that you can feel that you're more organized learn how to be more organized so that you're not struggling with this mental load all the time okay first up at the start of this episode I did say I think it's really important for you to give yourself some grace and I'm going to say that to you again because you need to hear it I know that you do because if you're like me you're constantly giving yourself a hard time and when I say give yourself some grace is remember think about all of the people that and all of the things that you're actually organizing your work your home your business your kids your husband maybe even the side hustle that you've got going on as well. That's a lot. It's a lot of stuff. Like, let's get real with that. It's a lot of stuff to organise. So this is why I'm saying to you, you should absolutely be giving yourself some grace. Next up, let's accept the fact that not everybody is the same. And let's celebrate that because God has created us to be unique individual human beings. And if you're not super organized, that's okay because God has given you skills in other areas which you should be celebrating. My next point is that you are probably more organized than you actually think you are and that you are probably more organized in some things than others. Are you more organized at work than you are at home? Or are you more organized at home than you are at work? Now, for me, I have to say that I am more organized in my business. And the reason I think that I'm more organized in my business is because that's where I earn the money. (laughs) And I would put money on the fact that a majority of people are actually more organized when it comes to their work, their job, their business, because you are motivated to be organized there because you get paid for it and let's be honest we are motivated by money because money pays the bills it puts the food on the table and if you are in a job or if you run a business if you're not organized you're not going to be successful you're not going to get paid people will often remark to me that my organization looks like I'm on autopilot and my friend Patricia Sung she's got a podcast called ADHD in motherhood she did a really really good episode which I listened to about how she was trying to watch organized people and she described people who are organized as being on autopilot and I can certainly resonate with that and I've had people say to me it's like you know you just do it it's just something that you do and really what that comes down to is some really simple things that I do without thinking 
And really, again, this comes down to you as an individual. How does your brain work? Are you left brain? Are you right brain? And please don't give yourself a hard time about this. I really want you to come and approach this with an attitude of grace and kindness towards yourself. This is not something to beat yourself with a big stick over. And I'm going to share my simple steps to help you to learn to be more organized. This idea of being proactive rather than reactive. The first thing I want you to think about is which area of your life do you want to be more organized in? Because you can't do it all and then because then you're just going to feel massively overwhelmed and you're going to give up really quickly. So do you want to get organized around your laundry? Is it your kids activities where you need to be more organized? Do you want a meal prep? Pick one, just one and we're going to focus on that one thing because I really don't want you to get overwhelmed and stressed out by this process. And really what is key to this is about creating a routine around that priority thing. So you pick your thing, so say it's meal plan or meal prepping, and you are gonna create a routine around that priority thing that you want to get organized with. Because ultimately what we want to do is we want to create a routine that then becomes so normal to you that it actually turns into a habit and then it becomes a behavior that you do on autopilot. The first thing I'm gonna suggest that you do to get more organized is to plan some time in your diary where you are going to sit down and plan. (laughs) So I'm telling you to plan some time to do some planning. So for example, if you're somebody who wants to get organized when it comes to eating, eating healthy meals and meal prepping, you need to allocate yourself maybe an hour or so to sit down and plan what you're gonna eat for each meal across the week and actually make some time for that planning in your diary. Again, I'm going to remind you that what we're striving to do is to create a new routine around something. So is it a new routine around health and fitness? Do you want to put some more exercise into your daily life? Do you want to be able to stay on top of the laundry in your house? And I do keep talking about laundry and I will share that with you in a few minutes. Really, what we're trying to do is to get you to take some action on this thing that you want to get organized on. I'm trying to get you to take some action towards this thing every single day so that this thing doesn't feel so overwhelming and that you are compounding the effect of these small daily little actions and it's into something bigger. And if you haven't checked out the compound effect, go and Google that on YouTube because there are some great videos on there that will talk you through what that is. Okay, next up, what you need to think about are the tools, the people that could help you to get more organized in this thing. So for example, do you need to get yourself a new planner? Oh my gosh, I love planners. And if you haven't checked out the episode where I interviewed a really, really wonderful family team who have created a planner called Grow in Grace, go and check out that episode. I will link it in the show notes for you. Do you need a paper planner? Could you make better use of the apps on your phone? Could you use more sticky notes? I love sticky notes, but obviously they're not that great for the environment. Maybe you could use a whiteboard and I actually have a whiteboard in my office, which I use all the time. And I would suggest that what you do is you use these things one at a time. Try a strategy, see how it works for you. 
Perhaps, you know, sticky notes, you put them down and you forget where you've put them. Perhaps if you've got a whiteboard, it means that you're going to have to keep going backwards and forwards to the whiteboard. One of the things we do in our house is we actually write notes on the fridge in one of those dry eraser pens. And it's just, I mean, everyone's at the fridge all the time, aren't they? And it's just a really, really good place to go. And on the fridge, I put like our meal plans. I put notes about what's going on because the fridge is somewhere where you're always going to, where people are always opening that door. So they're always seeing the notes that you're putting on that fridge. So try a different strategy. Try them one at a time again so that you don't feel overwhelmed. And when you find one that works for your thing, use it, stick to it and keep to it. Now, in our household, I am the one that does the organising and Tim is really, really not organised. I mean, the amount of times that we have come to blows as a couple over him not being organised and him doing that typical male thing of letting me carry the mental load of the things that have to get done in the house. And I had a chat with him before I recorded this podcast because he will admit that he is not organized, but he has made some really, really big steps to change and to learn to be more organized. And these are the things that he said to me. First of all, write things down and try not to keep everything in your head because you can't remember everything. So I think that's really, really good advice. Then he also said that he has now learned to use his phone more effectively. So that phone that you have in your hand, oh my gosh, there are so many different apps. There are so many reminders and things that you can use on your phone to help you get more organized. I mean, Google Calendar, for example, I really, really love Google Calendar. I've got a wonderful app called Asana as well, which I love because it helps me track and make sure that I'm getting through all the tasks that I've got to do each week. One of the other things that Tim said that has been really helpful for him him is to have things in really obvious places. And this is why the fridge is the key in our household because he's always opening that fridge looking for food. So I just write stuff on the fridge or perhaps what you could do is even get sticky notes and stick them on the food that you think your partner might be eating to remind them of the things that they need to be doing. And also the last thing that he said is to make sure that he puts things in the right place. Because how many times are we running around looking for things that we've lost because we've put them in a place that they shouldn't be? How much time would you save if you actually just put stuff where they should go? So I thought I would give you an example because yes, I am organized. Yes, it's not something that I find massively challenging. But as I said earlier, I'm really organized about the things that I am motivated to be organized. And one thing in my house that I am not motivated to be organized about is washing or laundry, whatever you call it. Now, every weekend, basically, I would just let all of the washing pile up in a massive big laundry basket. And then we would spend most of Saturday and Sunday continuously putting washing through and drying washing. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I feel so overwhelmed and I would be dreading the weekend because I knew I'd got all of this washing to do. So I actually put some strategies in place to change that for myself. And I made, and as sad and boring (laughs) as this sounds, I made getting our washing organized so that it helped me to reduce that overwhelm. Now, I'm not going to bore you with that right now, but if you would love to find out about those strategies of how I managed to get on top of my washing, 
drop me a message over at Empower Her UK and perhaps I might think about doing an episode about it. Now I know you're busy and I'm not going to keep talking about learning to be more organized because you have got enough on your plate right now but really what I want you to take away from this episode is first of all to give yourself some grace because society stereotypical gender roles put a lot of pressure on us as women and as mothers so give yourself some grace take a few breaths okay it's not all on your shoulders and I know that it probably feels like that. Secondly, remember that not everybody is organized and everybody thinks and works differently and really what it comes down to is figuring out the strategy that is gonna work best for you and also making sure that if you want to get organized in one particular area of your life, you just focus on that one thing at a time so that you're not feeling overwhelmed. It's really important just to build that one thing at a time into your routine because as you change your routine and once you find that that activity or that action is part of your autopilot and it shifts into being a normal part of your day without you having to think about it, that is when that thing is a habit. And that is the point where you can then start thinking about adding something new into your routine and into your organization plan. Remember my lovely friend, you don't have to do this on your own. I am here to hold your hand through and ride this roller coaster of motherhood and business with you. And if you do need some help, please reach out get yourself an empower hour with me because we can sit down for an hour via zoom we can unpack a problem or a challenge or perhaps something that you could use some help in organizing we can unpack that together and you can come away from that hour with some really clear strategies in place to move yourself forward There are so many women like us out there and we want to link arms with you and go through this together. So come over, join us in the Facebook community. I cannot wait to meet you.